BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning, USA! Charlemagne the God! Peace to the planet, it's Tuesday! And we have our guest host joining us again, Miss NeNe Leaks. Good morning! Good morning! Good morning, Queen NeNe! What's happening? I'm good, and you? You know, blessed, black, and highly favored. Tired, but how you, you know, feeling? We good. Six a.m. Good. You all right? Yeah. You not tired? You know, once I'm up, I'm up. Don't lie, though. I am. I'm a mom, so. Well, I tell you something. I'm tired Pairs as hell. Me up. <laughs> I'm tired as hell. You tired? Yeah. This one of them days, you know. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you you tired. How many hours did you sleep? Uh, not enough. My doctor said I ain't been sleeping enough hours. I think last night I got like five. But no, I got like six last night. Six is I, decent. Yeah, six is six decent. Is good. Yeah, six yeah. is decent. Yeah, I got about six hours. So what you do in the city yesterday? Um, we went to dinner. Where'd you go? Um, Casa La Flem. Okay. How was yeah. it? In I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Casa La Flem. Flem in the title sign. <laughs> How was it? It was Mediterranean. It was okay. nice. It was good? Yeah. That's all you did? That's it. We had some drinks and went to sleep. That put you, put you right Casa out. Casa Flem. That yeah. sounds like somebody hawk spitting the tequila. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds Casa like. Casa Flem. Was it good? It was okay. It was an experience. Okay. 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 Did they have the yeah. dances and all that? 
Not they usually do, but we they didn't have that last night. I wanted to club? see them. No, nah, they do like no, the like dance, Mediterranean dance, they do the belly dancing. Like Sometimes they do the fire yeah. and all that. Oh, okay. I wanted to see that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Stoneboy will be joining us this morning. Tell the people who Stoneboy is, man. Stoneboy is a. I don't want to say he's an Afrobeats artist. He's an artist from Ghana. Yeah. He does Afrobeats and and a bunch of other and music dance as well. Hall. And dancehall, yeah. a little bit of everything. We're gonna be talking to him. One of the Ghana's uh, biggest artists. Yeah, I met him when I was out in Ghana when I was uh, leaving the Silver Fox, which is a amazing gentleman's <laughs> club, it amazing is. strip club. <laughs> you know, he was coming out of another spot that was right next door, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we 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 chopped it up. And he told, said he was gonna be in New York. So I'm like, pull up. Okay. So he pulled up. And he got a show here in March at the Garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be nice. kicking it with him. And then we got front page news next. We got some updates on everything that's going on in Memphis. You know, yesterday, uh, Attorney Benjamin Crump checked in and told us some of the things was going on. Well, there's some more updates. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We oh. got our guest host, Nene Leakes, joining us this morning. Yes. And let's get in some front page news. Now, two additional Memphis police officers, including the white officer uh, that was tasing Tyree Nichols, have been, they say, relieved of their duty. Now, So not fired, not it, charged, just relieved of duty. That's what it says, relieved <laughs> of their duty. Preston Hemphill is the, the white uh, cop's name, and they're saying an uh, unidentified officer were relieved of their duty yesterday. That's why when you say, people say, you know, it, it, it is about the system, but it's also about race. You know what I mean? Because, you know, five black police officers fired charged with murder within 20 days but their names are put out there now they're saying an unidentified officer you know it's but this the white the white officer i didn't they didn't go grab him until people started raising hell about it on social media and they didn't say fired fired they said relieved of their duty not fired a charge just relieved the duty whatever the hell that means yeah now also three memphis fire department employees are fired for violating protocol in response to the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols. All right. Mm-hmm. Robert Long and Jamichael Sandridge, the two EMTs who responded to the call, who just kind of just sat around and uh, allegedly did nothing, mm-hmm. uh, they were uh, let go as well. Mm. Tragic, that's tragic situation, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. un- saying it's a shame is an understatement. I don't know what mm-hmm. that is at this point. And the bad part about it is we know it's going to happen again. Yeah. And some wow. brother or some sister mm-hmm. at the hands of the police. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lastly, also, uh, a high schooler uh, was arrested for breaking a school teacher's leg. What? Students told me she was transported to the juvenile detention center, and a Rockdale County School District administrator said that student will face criminal charges. We got permission to speak to a student who saw the whole thing. Was it scary at the time? It wasn't scary. It was shocking. She's a pretty good teacher, but how she talked, I'll say she talked aggression. How she talked to kids is not... A proper way to talk to His mother agrees. What I think the problem is, is the teachers are not taking a class to how to deal with children. You have to learn uh, the escalation techniques to help those kids versus aggravate a situation. That student is on suspension and they fully expect her to face criminal charges. I'm I'm so confused here. So the oh, teacher wow. got her leg broke by the student. Yeah, student. Did they get into a fight? Yeah, got into a fight. We, we have audio of the altercation. Guys, you can play the audio. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! This is the heavy set teacher. Oh heavy set teacher. Yeah. Fighting the girl with glasses. Yes, I saw this. Stop it. 
That's ninth grader, wow. so 14, 15 years old. They they asking too much of these um teachers, man. Absolutely. You know like it takes well, a lot I do of restraint think to the not teachers put. Teachers need to deescalate. They do. Sure, but if you put your hands on me as a, as a student, uh, I feel like the teachers have every right to defend themselves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, they, the t- I saw the teacher like holding herself back, you know, from from. From, from, from fighting the young lady but it's just like yo how much restraint do you want her to show when she's being attacked last week I seen another teacher uh, it was a black teacher I think a te- uh, one of the students called him uh, the n-word mm-hmm. he said if you call me call me that again it's a problem and teacher, was it a white student? <laughs> no it was a black student oh, okay. black on black student <laughs> and he dragged him I mean <laughs> teachers are tired man yeah. first of all they're not getting paid a lot of money mm-hmm. they don't have the, the, the access and, and a lot of the supplies they need and then sometimes students gonna push them how about they just human and, and the first law of nature is self-preservation. Somebody punch you in the face, your reaction is to fight back. Yeah, but you chose to teach these students. So I you choose to fight Self-control. And you should learn how to de-escalate a situation. Nene, I refuse it, to believe you're going to let a 17-year-old punch you in the face. No. <laughs> exactly. Not hardly, but listen, I'm also not going to escalate the situation. Nene, so. if a 17, a 14-year-old comes up to you and snuffs you, you snuffing that girl back. You're going to drag up and down for I, that. I, I totally yeah, but they, that. there's a reason for them to do that though they're not just walking up to teachers like punching them in the face now the video I saw that young lady and that teacher it looked like uh, the young lady just wouldn't calm down for Mm -hmm. whatever reason and she just kept getting in the teacher's face getting in the teacher's face she hit first and everything that's what I saw. Yeah, that's that's the video I saw. That's what I saw. And the teacher was showing a lot of lottery scrape. But boy, you asking a lot of them teachers to be taking them blows to the face and not be fighting back. Well, obviously that student didn't have that behavior just on that day. Mm-hmm. So maybe she should have gotten help days before or weeks before. That's true, too. That's true, too. But boy, you're just asking a lot of these teachers. You know, uh, asking a lot of these teachers not to just re- respond when they get punched in the face. Oh, it's gonna wind up happening. These mercy. teachers' kids are gonna start coming to school and whipping these students' ass. Hey, one one of the two. You forget my mom was a teacher, so you forget these people's. Uh, you know, mom. These, these teachers are people's mothers. That's and right. Sisters. Yes. And, you know, you just never know. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Call us up right now. Nene Leaks is here. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Ronnie. Ronnie, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I'm just, like, oh, kind of like, why, why, what's the workforce like, man? Why is everybody not going to come to work, bro? What, what, where, where you, you work, work at, at, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm working at Jeff Fires and Breaks there in Charleston. Shout out to Charleston. 843. I mean, I'll be honest, the pandemic the pandemic messed, messed a lot of that up. I mean, when people got home and comfortable and could work at home, yeah. mm-hmm. why would you want to come back if you could work at home? You ain't got to put on no clothes. You got your PJs. You're in your bed. I mean, it's... Yeah. I don't like it. Well, I feel like our economy's going down the drain because nobody wants to come to work. Is that why the economy's going down the drain? That I don't think that's the reason the economy's going down the drain. Yeah, I don't think so either. Right. I'm here working 60, 70 hours a week because I got two, three guys that just don't want to show up to work. Man, I think you need to mind your business, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you at work doing your thing. Stop worrying about everybody who not. You're going to get your check. If they not going to get theirs, who cares? Hello, who's this? Hello, Breakfast Club. This is Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, I was just calling um, First of all, good morning. Um, Nene, hey. Hey, good morning. Um, I was just calling on with myself. Happy 50th birthday. Hey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That is a blessing. Big 5-0. It's your birthday. What you doing for your birthday, mama? Um, I'm about to go to work. Um, 
I wanted to plan a big birthday party, but my mm. mom passed away last year. Oh, Aww. sorry to hear that, mm. Queen. Yeah. What state you in? South Carolina. Okay, you hey. know what? What's your cash app? Charlemagne and I put a little something in your cash app for your birthday dinner tonight. Nice. What? All right, you sit there and cry. You better sit in that cash app. What's your cash app, mama? We're going we gonna to put a little, little something in your thing for your 50th. Okay, my cash app is um, dollar sign Sumpter's Finest. S U M P T E R S. Hold on now. I'm trying to find the dollar sign. Okay, here we go. Sumpter's Finest. S-U-M-P-T-E-R-S. Why you sell something with a P? F-I. Because somebody used to sell something. Come on, Charlie. Come on, Charlie. I thought it was always S-U-M-T-E-R. Can so you let her finish? Tanya something? Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right, I'm going to send you 50 cents. You better not send it no 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's your you 50th not. birthday. Nice. I'm going to send you 50 cents. But also, um... Can I sit um shout out my Instagram so y'all can wish me happy birthday on there as well? Yes, ma'am. What is it? It's um something fun. It's on IG. All right, I just I, I just sent you something to your cash app. Nice. I hope y'all send me something to mine. I appreciate it. Nina, you and caked I, I up. You you. <laughs> I don't see something finest. I got it right here. Tanya something. S U M P T E R S finest. F I N E S T. Tanya something. She got the gray the gray braids. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Mama. Have a good night. Right? Everybody is something, man. Okay, mine's is dollar sign L I. That ain't your birthday. <laughs> Let me get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick Six, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. 
When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Chris from Indianapolis. Hey, Chris from what Indianapolis. Up, Chris? Get it off your chest, Chris. Yeah, I want to talk about the uh, student breaking the teacher's way. Yep. Talk to yeah. me. I see it both ways. I used to work in schools and... You got some teachers that have antagonizing kids all year long, and then kids nap. But you've also got those kids who come in, and there is no de-escalating. No, the teacher has got the kid out of classroom, uh-huh. de-escalated the whole situation, separated the whole situation, called the kid's mother to report what was going on in the classroom. The kid came back and just hit him from behind and convinced oh, to beat him down. Yeah, man. I mean, that video that we were talking about earlier, that woman had every right to defend herself. I don't know the whole situation oh, leading yeah. up to that yeah. video, but boy, you, y'all asking a lot of teachers, you know, y'all asking a lot of teachers to tell them to restrain themselves when they're getting hit on like that. I will, I will say this too, and I, I definitely know that, I, I would know that they would call my parents mm-hmm. and my parents would whoop my ass when I got home, so that would make me not want to get into an altercation or yeah. argument with a teacher because I would have to see that work from my pops and my moms when I got home. And it's also just things we never thought about. I never thought about putting hands on no teacher. Hell no. Me either. <laughs> like, yeah, 
knew what the consequences yes. would be yeah. from exactly what you said. My parents and my, and my mom was a teacher, so I had a different respect and reverence for teachers. I'm not doing that. No. Yes. Hello, who's this? It's Tyrone from uh, Slidell. Tyrone, what's up? Get it off your chest. I'm, man, people need to learn how to mind their business at work. I don't understand why you can't just mind your business, go to work, and come home. What right? you did? You done stole you done something? Done, what right? you done did? You done work extra? What, what you done did <laughs> that somebody told on you, bro? You know, people, people be getting mad because what your hours you work and See? You trying to just go home, you know? People just get all in your business. I just trying to get this trouble and stuff for no reason. I just told somebody who called in to mind their business. He worried about who didn't, who not coming to work. Right. Right. Mind your business. Lord, we had to do one thing, and that's get this money and go home. Where you calling from? Where you calling from? Louisiana, 95. Okay, okay. Salute to everybody in Louisiana. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Hello, who's this? This is D Knight from Vauxhall, New Jersey. D Knight or D D Knight as in nighttime? My name is D Knight. All right, well, get it off your chest. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about the students being up to teachers this morning. Yep. Um, I think it's a problem at home. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the early 90s of going to elementary school, and I caught the tail end of teachers having permission to punish the students. Yep. And when you was home, your grandparents and your parents would take the teacher's side no matter what. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you acted up in school, you was in trouble when you got home. Right. And now they start to teach these kids that, you know, they got their own voice and to protect their, their emotions and stuff like that. So, you know, I think it's going a little too far. You know what? It's only making like 40K. You, you made me think about you something know, just now. 40K is a lot. My mom, The most my mom ever made in uh, South Carolina was 30000 a year. But you made me think about something. Mm-hmm. She beating up on an adult at home. Because for her to go out in the real world and think she yeah. can try an adult, she done won at home at least once or twice. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> ain't no, ain't no adult ever beat her ass in the house. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, well, that's probably. probably true. But I, I would say this like he said. You know, I was at the tail end of, of uh, Miss Butterfield out in Queens, Caribbean teacher, who would grab my cheeks and twist my cheeks if I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that's abuse. I mean. Oh, a lot oh. of those teachers did used to abuse us. I had a teacher named Miss <laughs> The yeah. F us up in fourth grade. She ain't never put her hands on me. Mm-hmm. But boy, I used to see her drag some kids <laughs> around that classroom. And I shout out to Miss Butterfield. Miss Butterfield, me and her son was good. But she would grab you, grab your cheek if you wasn't paying attention, but it kept the students in line. Mm-hmm. She grabbed your cheek. Now she's gonna get a whole handful of ink because all that Beijing Yo, shut you got up. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800 585 105 Well, we got rumors on the way. Give us a tease. Come on, Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Nene. We got teas, right. we got rumors, but we teasing. You got tea. Oh, oh my gosh. So we're gonna be talking about Lotto. You know, we heard that she was wearing the same underwear. Over and over and over? Over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Nene Leakes, joining us. Yes, morning, Nene. Good morning. Let's get to rumors. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes, right. on The Breakfast Club. Where we starting? Okay, so Lotto shuts down the panty police selling her underwear on eBay. Lotto24 has decided to sell her used underwear in response to an internet troll who called her out for wearing the same cheetah print underwear twice. How the hell do they know if she wear the same drawers? Well, on Sunday, a Twitter user posted two photos pointing out that Lotto's underwear, along with the <laughs> caption can't afford new panties. <laughs> the attempt to embarrass Lotto fell short when other Twitter users responded to the 
post by pointing out that everyone washes and rewears underwear. So what Lotto decided to do was um, start this whole eBay auction about her underwear. And uh, she started at 99 cents and it went all the way up to $15,000. But people purchasing her used underwear. Now I'm so confused because I was born in 1978 so I thought mm-hmm. I thought that we all rewashed our drawers we and do. rewashed. Well actually so what why happened is this a revelation was she, <laughs> she was wearing some cheetah underwear they could see them through her clothes and uh-huh. the next day she was wearing another outfit and they could see cheetah underwear through her clothes That's happened and they were like before. oh you're wearing the same underwear twice you don't wash your underwear <laughs> and so she went on social media and showed her whole panty drawer that she has oh, all Lord. of these underwear and she buys several of the same don't you buy several of the same Underwear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same I, bought a pack. I bought a pack from yeah. Target. Mm-hmm. Oh, you bought a pack from Target? Yeah, I get the whole pack of the... Uh, oh, you I, shop at Target, too? What I like to get. Uh-uh, don't look down there. Well, I got on Ethica drawers right now, but I That's usually not wear... Target. I know, you're not talking about I usually wear Fruit of the Looms. Yeah? Oh, you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even do, know me women wear those. Do women, yeah. women go to Target for underwear? I don't go to Target for underwear. I, you know, I like to go to La Perla, and if I'm running through the mall, I grab something from Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, I mean, but I don't like... I don't. I've never purchased Target underwear. That feels like I would go in there to purchase Target underwear for you a little girl. You bought Target underwear before for a teenager. I've you never wasn't worn always Target in the Perla and... No, I wasn't. But I always have probably worn Victoria's Secrets. Okay, okay. You know, I've never gone into Target to get underwear. I just can't even remember that time. Even when I wasn't like, purchasing my own underwear, I think you know my mom probably bought my underwear from somewhere, not even Target, like Walmart, probably. Now, we would go to TJ Maxx and Monsters to get our yeah. underwear as a child. No, as I just, a kid. I like Calvin Klein, I, I, I would wear. Same. TJ Maxx, definitely. I just found out that, uh, you know, women be wearing boxer briefs. Like, I didn't know. Like, two women that I love who work up here, mm. they wear boxer briefs. Oh, they might be tough. Like, tough <laughs> girls. <laughs> what you mean, tough, me? <laughs> Nene, what you mean? <laughs> they tough. What you mean, tough, Nene? <laughs> Define tough. <laughs> they different. What you mean, like Cleo and set it all tough? <laughs> <laughs> all right. They a little bit different. I did have to. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, what else you got Nene? Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know women wear boxer briefs. So I didn't know. That, that's either. the thing. So they pull them down. They have on boxes. Like. They said they do it. I didn't know. I didn't know the thing. I had no idea. Oh, they tough. Okay, okay, okay. Well, listen. <laughs> Chicago prosecutors have dropped the sex abuse charges against R. Kelly. A huh? Cook County prosecutor prosecutor has dropped 10 charges of sex abuse against R. Kelly yesterday, citing the purpose is to save on expenses. R. Kelly is already serving 30-year prison sentence on charges of federal racketeering and sex trafficking. So basically, you know, uh, he's here in New York, right? Yeah. I didn't realize he was in. Why he signed in Chicago? Because I think this was his first case. Yeah, Yeah. this is his first case here. Oh, it was. I guess it makes sense. Why spend money on another case when he already got 30, 40 years already, right? Yeah, he's already got a lot of time. He's going to be in court today in New York City, actually, so that they can formally drop the charges against him. But I actually never knew he was in New York, so he's actually right here. Yeah, I think he's uh, staying in Brooklyn. Wow. In the jail in Brooklyn, I yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I well, thought I, he was in Chicago. When you said that, I was like, well, that don't make no sense. But it, I guess it does make sense. Because I be thinking mm-hmm. about when somebody gets uh, like one charge and they get like 100 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was thinking like, when, when, since when do they give leniency on people for how much time they give them? But I guess 
if it's a whole other case somewhere yeah. else, they're they going to have to spend the money, jury, taxpayers' money. He's already going to be there yeah, until he expires. Yeah, that's so, true. That's what's true. the point? Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, gosh, I got to tell you guys about this. Flavor Flav. You know, and I used to love Flavor Flavor Flav. Flav. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. So he's claiming that he spends about $2,400 to $2,600. Well, he did spend about $2,400 to $2,600 a day on crack. That's cap. I kind of <laughs> maintained myself very well. You know what I'm saying? While I was on that shit, You feel me? And not only that, but I kind of kept it hidden. I started letting people know what I was doing when I was getting tired of being like that. And there was a time that I was spending $2,400 to $2,600 a day for six years straight. You do the math. And that's how much I spent on drugs. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, but um, I sold a lot, cause I, but I was my best customer. You know, I guess God wanted me to live, you mm. feel me? And he knows that I'm a mouthpiece to the world. Whoa. Yeah, he said he was wow. selling it for other. He was selling it too. He wasn't just using it. No, he wasn't. But he's spending twenty five hundred dollars a month, nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Twenty five hundred dollars. I thought you said twenty five hundred. Twenty five dollars a day. That's yeah, nine hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Twenty five hundred. I can see per that. day. I did too. I said the same thing. You I said, listen, what? people who do drugs. No, no, I can understand <laughs> it. No, no, no. I oh. can, I can see that because people who do drugs, they find a way. Yes. They are going to find a way no matter what. Yes. So, twenty five hundred a, a day, and you got to think he's around yeah. people. He's a he probably was a partier at the time, mm-hmm. so he probably had other people using with him. You know Jeez. what I mean? And he was selling other people. I can see that. Well, he's celebrating six years clean. So congratulations to, to him. Flavor, That's man. right. Yeah, salute to flavor. He's sixty three years old. Wow. We gotta get flavor up here one time. And that's good. He can tell his story, and mm-hmm. you know he survived it. You know what I mean? So other mm-hmm. people can uh, find inspiration in that. Yeah. Well, he spent a whole lot of money, honey. Where he get all his money from, Flay? Yeah, flavor, flavor was one of the biggest reality yeah. stars out. Mm-hmm. He paid the way for y'all yeah I, listen I love Flavor Flav mm-hmm. listen honey I love him that Flavor Love franchise set it off yeah. for reality yeah. shows in a yeah. real way what That's a way right. to spend your money though that, that was back when you was buying panties from Target right Walmart Walmart <laughs> Walmart <laughs> alright well that is your rumor report we got front page news next we'll tell you what uh, Americans are not liking about this country we'll get to it next it's The Breakfast Club good morning The Breakfast Club your mornings will never be the same Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Nene Leakes, joining us. That is yes. a wild room. I just saw Envy look at Nene and say, I don't like, hot, I don't like nothing hot in my mouth. Like, what? <laughs> No, she was asking I if was I drink shy. coffee or tea, and I was like, I don't yeah. like. Oh, that's what that was. I didn't yes. know. I just heard that part. I he doesn't know. even like hot pizza. Like hot pizza, I, I can't eat anything hot. Huh? So you don't like hot food? I like room temperature food, just a little warm. Man, I can't if it's too different. hot. I can't eat it. Boy, you light skin. Even when I would get a pizza, I got to put the pizza <laughs> in the fridge different. for like thirty seconds to cool never, it off. I never heard that in my life. I mean, what does that even mean? I mean, I guess yeah. Nobody wants scorching hot food. That's I don't like burn scorching the top hot. of your the roof yeah, of your mouth. That's what I said. I put in, but that's what coffee does. That's what tea does for me. Soup does. Soup. It's always hot. What's wrong with your lips? You can't blow on it. That's what you blow on your. F- never mind. You say he light skin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some front page dudes. Now, Americans now say there's a lot of things they like, they hate about this country, all right? 
The number one thing they hate about the country is the government and poor leadership. They're saying 20% of the people that was uh, asked said they hate the, the leadership. After that, 15% said inflation. Then it was Im- uh, immigration. Then uh, economy in general. So that was the top four things people hate about America. I get it. But I mean, number three is I, I, number three. They need to define a little bit more because I mean, all of us are immigrants in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. I guess they mean uh, the, the illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, also, we always talk about our kids and the effects of social media. Now, there's a new uh, Surgeon General saying that 13, he believes, is too young for children to Duh. be on social media. Based on the data I've seen, believe that 13 is too early. It's a time where it's really important for us to be thoughtful about what's going into how they think about their own self-worth and their relationships. And this skewed and often distorted environment of social media often does a disservice to many of those children. Duh. I was reading that story yesterday in the kitchen telling my wife, duh. Like, who doesn't know that? Like, we saw this five, six years ago. And in the next decade or so, we're going to look back and realize the impact of social media on the brain. Not just for kids, adults too. It's totally ruined our cognitive abilities. The way we process information, mm-hmm. the way we so-called understand things, everything. It's it's ruined us. Yeah. So and there's no turning back. At what age do you allow your kids to have social media? Then? You know, because they're... I hate to say it, but their friends got social media. A lot so? of them, you know, they they speak through social media. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. They got People are getting social media platforms when they babies. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I don't know. I yeah. think it's okay as long as you have some sort of parental P- parental control on it. Yeah. And that, and that article was saying that you know it ruins the way that they see themselves. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. think about it, you're not you're not emotionally developed at mm-hmm. that age. You know, think about if you had to go through puberty on social media, every mm-hmm. pimple. Yeah. You know, every every every, every growth spurt. Yeah, you know, like and, and you're getting clown for that. Yeah, come on, man, that stuff be living permanently online. Nobody, no, no. it's trauma. No, yeah. and no. lastly, we were talking about a high school student in Georgia that broke her teacher's leg. Mm. Students told me she was transported to the juvenile detention center, and a Rockdale County School District administrator said that student will face criminal charges. We got permission to speak to a student who saw the whole thing. Was it scary at the time? It wasn't scary. It was shocking. She's a pretty good teacher, but how she talked, I'll say she talked aggression. How she talked to kids is not a proper way to talk to them. His mother agrees. What I think the problem is, is the teachers are not taking a class to how to deal with children. You have to learn uh, the escalation techniques to help those kids versus aggravate a situation. That student is on suspension and they fully expect her to face criminal charges. I, I saw that video. I feel like they're making a lot of excuses for that for that girl. You know what I mean? Like, well, that, it's like she ain't had no business putting her hands on that teacher like that. Do I agree that they need de-escalation tactics? And you know, some of these kids are emotionally unstable, dealing with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that still don't give you no right to attack somebody in that way. And that teacher showed a lot, a lot of restraint. Mm-hmm. And they thought about she broke her leg. I'm like, did she break her leg or was it her weight that she fell combined mm-hmm. with the way she fell mm-hmm. that broke her leg? Because I know that student yeah. didn't break her leg. Well, if you listen to the interview, the, the student before was saying that uh, the teacher talks really aggressive to the students, mm-hmm. and he didn't think that was the proper way to speak to them. That's so, don't give that, that, that young girl no right to put But you know, something on happened prior to that. Mm-hmm. That didn't just happen. Something happened before that. And this is in Rockdale County outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, so I'm surprised. Well, that's a nice county or something? Well, it's not a bad county. All right.
Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm. I'm. You know, there's there's a couple of things that bother me. One, I would never put my my hand on the teacher because I know that if I had to go home, my father was gonna whoop my ass. My mother right. was gonna whoop my ass. That's a. Yeah. And B, I grew up in Queens Village, Queens, and it's it's a very Caribbean Haitian area, right? My mother actually started the basketball team in school because all we had was football, soccer, and they those, beat kids out there. Those Caribbean teachers. You wasn't doing that they to them. Beat kids. Yeah, they gonna beat your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, there, there was no way you were getting around it. And then when yeah. you got home, you were gonna get your ass beat. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. what it was. So if yeah. you ever raised your voice, yeah. raised your hand. Oh, well, that, it was also different back then too, because they really did take a village, right? So everybody yeah. had permission to go upside your head. Yeah, <laughs> you know what That's I mean. True. Like sure. if they was watching you uh, for some period of time, teacher. Otherwise, they had permission to go upside your head. Now I don't want my teachers. I don't want no teacher putting hands on my children. But you yeah. know, growing up in the 1900s was a bit different. Do you think these classrooms need security now? Yes, I've been to every that. classroom. Man, yeah. these, first of all, they need metal detectors for all these they fools do. that's bringing guns. They and do. yes, they do need security because that is not in a teacher's pay grade. They have to fight off your kid. In every classroom, security well, maybe in every class, hall, at least on each, at hall. least in a hall, but in yeah. every classroom, um, well, that would yeah, make it uncomfortable. No, no, you're trying no, to do you, work yeah. and you got to look up and see a security guard. At least in the yeah. hall, because because them fights be going on too long. Yeah, they do. That woman was fighting for way too long for her age. <laughs> and there was nobody there to break it up. The kids yeah. ain't breaking it up. All of them got their phones out recording. Yeah. The teachers don't know what's going on. Yes, they need bouncers in the in the schools. So what is the question? Should teachers be able to uh, defend themselves? I guess? In that case, yes. That woman had every right to, to, to go off on that little girl. She should have beat that little girl ass. So let's, wow. let's, let's she was showing a lot lines. of restraint. 800-585-1051. She got a broke leg because she didn't defend herself. Should well, teachers be able? Should teachers be able to put hands on students, especially self-defense? In self-defense, yes. I don't mean just wailing off on kids for no reason. Right. In self-defense, yes. Mm-hmm. Who, who wouldn't? We hearing stories about six-year-olds coming to school shooting teachers, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, these <laughs> classrooms need a panic button or something. That you can That's what they need. Yeah. That's what they really yeah. need, a panic button. While I'm yeah. pressing this Help button, I'm getting my ass welled on. You better, <laughs> you, better, you better panic in that moment and fight back. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our celebrity guest host, Nene, is here. Yes, indeed. Hello. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about an incident that happened out in Georgia, around your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. where uh, a young lady, a young kid... uh Beat the brakes off a student. I mean, beat the brakes off, off a teacher. teacher. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. A student beat the brakes off a teacher. Let's let's hear the audio. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my god. Put your hands on me. Oh my god. So we're asking 800-585-1051, should teachers be allowed to put hands on kids? Start with you, Nene. Well, listen now, I'm not for that. But uh, when I was in school, we would get, you know, sent to the office and get paddled Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff or suspended Mm -hmm. and everything. And of course, I got beatings when I was growing up. So I would go home and get a beating, right? But did you need it? Did you need the beating? Were they Um, warranted? I think so. Yep. Yeah, I think so. But I definitely do not believe in the teachers putting their hands on the students. Even in self-defense, I, I, I feel like they should be able to put their hands on the kids in self-defense. Now, growing up, South Carolina, 
Whitefield Elementary School, there was this one teacher in fourth grade. Boy, she used to drag us kids around that uh, that damn trailer. You know what I, I mean? have learned that there's, you know, there's different parenting, and mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, from being a mom that you can talk to some some kids and really get them to do the things that you need them to. Oh, do. I agree with you, Nene, 100. So. But once they put hands on you, if the talk if the talking don't work and they put hands on you, the teacher should be able to defend this. No, 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 you be like, no, no, put, put your hand down. Oh no, like, Nene, no. I once you put your hands you. now. Once you put your hands on me, you no, get flipped. No, I mean when you start lipping like, no, no, no. So we've already established boundaries. No, no, no. You know, you don't put your hands over here. You don't come. <laughs> so you gonna let them get one hit off? No. Because they're not gonna do it because I'm gonna be talking to them like, no, no, no. Because you're gonna be looking at me like, I'm gonna beat your ass. So no. Now what about no. them tough girls you was talking about that wear boxer briefs now? Yeah, what about them? What if they punch you? <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if one of them put hands on you? Uh, I'm going to have to fight them back you got to. That's but, all I'm saying. But let me ask you a question, right? So you talk about de-escalating. Yes. So there's an incident in your class and the, and, and the student's getting wild. You, you hit the panic button or you call security. Yes. So now security comes in the classroom to help you out, right? Yes. The kid doesn't want to leave the classroom, right? So now security got to remove the kid. Yes. So now when security starts to remove the kid, the kid's fighting security. Now it's an incident. The f- everybody's filming it. And now it goes viral. And now what happens from there? Uh, I think that security. you need that. I think you need lose security in schools. See, security lose their job. Well, well, I think you need security in schools. And I think you need uh, mental health professionals that can help de-escalate those kind of situations. Because yes. clearly that young lady was having some type of manic breakdown. Mm. You know what but I mean? But don't have it on me as a teacher. That's my point. And see, I blame our household. Because that little girl has fought an adult before in one. Oh, and that's yeah. the problem. Because all it takes is one adult oh, yeah. to put hands on you go upside your head and you know not to play with somebody grown. Now let me ask you a question. Would you be mad? You're a teacher. You do your job every day. She, The teacher was overweight, right? She wasn't fighting back. Mm. Right? <laughs> Let's say the teacher had a little taste. Alone, taste of good time. She might have been well, hungry. Look, you know what I mean? Sugar might have been low. Yo, shut up. And she ain't feel like fighting in that moment. But I'm with you. But that's my point. She had every right to defend herself. Yes. That teacher needs a medal because she showed a lot of restraint. I'm not a fighter. I can't fight. Lord this have mercy. back up off me. I was about to say that. What if she can't fight? That's right. Get a little taste. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Mr. Physical Education. Hey, D. What's up? A, a student attacked you, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. What Straight happened? up, I want to shout out. I'm going to the child's high school in the Bronx. We're not doing enough for their teachers. Yo, so basically, you know, when you when you're in charge of physical education, you got some of the kids that want to cut. You know what I mean? So one day, you know, I just got tired of it, man. I told the student, there's one particular student that he had to go. Long story short, he tried, yo, he tried to hit me up, man. And you had every right to yeah, defend he, yourself, and I hope you did, especially in the Bronx. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't put my hands on him because I already knew what was going to cost me. Right. I mean, so I didn't like, hit him. I, did, I I grabbed him by the arms and I pushed him under the gym door. But of course, you know they was recorded that thing, so that was a rap for me right there. That's, that's fine. That, that's not fair. Like, 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 yeah. self defense should apply in a school as well. Because if that little boy does that to you in the street, they are gonna lock that little boy up and probably try him as an adult. And if you, if you uh, well, stay in your ground and use self defense against that little boy, you're not gonna get in no trouble in the street. Especially with students bringing knives and yes. guns and weapons to school. Mm-hmm. And you in the Bronx? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not there to, to hurt anybody's kids, so that wasn't my. That wasn't why I did what I did. Right. I really wanted to get him out of the gym because I knew that if he would have me up one time. My brother, I respect you for not wanting to yeah. hurt nobody's kids, but what about your own self? What about self-preservation? What about that kid not hurting you? But well, I wasn't worried job. about that, man, you know, because he's just a kid. Uh, yeah. the, you know, long story, so he's just a kid. Wasn't really worried about that part, but I definitely had to get him a body because, yo, Solomon, if he would have squared me up, mm-hmm. it would have been a wrap. 
I don't see the problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> but see, these people lose their jobs. Yeah, they lose their jobs, their yeah. career, their retirement, all that. Hello, teacher just... lost their life because of six years. Hi, good morning. Out. What about the teacher? All right, Penny. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing well. What's your thoughts, Penny? I believe that that teacher had every right to beat her grown ass because she was acting like she was grown. So she needed to fight her. And then when her mama comes, she fight her too since she didn't teach her no manners. That's right. Oh, That's right. I, 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 teachers have every right to defend themselves. Oh man, hung up on. So sorry. Now let me ask you a question, right? In that incident, the teacher was overweight. We seen it. Mm -hmm. So let's you stop saying that. <laughs> no, I don't saying, know why you keep saying that. Well, that the, is not relative to the story. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying if that. If the teacher grabbed the girl and put her weight on the girl, she should have. That's what she should have. That's what she should have. But and, she probably didn't know self defense. That's that true. sounds like a self-defense technique, and she doesn't know that. I, I, I honestly think she was just trying to show restraint. When I watch Absolutely, the video, yes. I see a woman trying to show restraint. That right. hesitation caused her to get hit up right. and ended up on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's that's what happened. She hesitated because she's thinking, oh, this is a child. And no, I don't want to lose my job. Man, you right. got every right to defend yourself. That's not fair. Them teachers, y'all asking a lot of them teachers, man. You're already underpaying them. Now you're telling them that they can't protect themselves? Hell no. 800-585-1051. Should uh, teachers be able to protect themselves in the classroom? Should they be able to put hands on kids and students? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our guest host, Nene Leakes, is joining us this morning. Yeah. And we're talking about teachers being able to defend themselves. Should teachers be able to put their hands on students? Now, this comes from... I don't from like how you wording that, though, because you're making it seem <laughs> like we just uh, in here advocating for teachers to put hands on kids. No, in self-defense... Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe teachers should be able to put their hands on kids. My mom is a teacher. My mother's older. But she mm -hmm. she she's a teacher and some you know she's retired but sometimes she subs every now and then. I would want my mother to be able to defend herself if one of them little badass kids did something to her. And I want my brothers to go up to the school and beat them little boys. Right. <laughs> That's another thing too. Like if if my mother was a teacher, we got enough family members that if something happens, right. they coming up to that school. That's right. It I got, is what I got it is. little brothers, little sisters. They can go handle stuff like that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But yes, the teachers should be able to defend themselves. Well, let's go to the phone lines. A lot of people there. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Angelica. Hey, Angelica. Now, Angelica, you a teacher? I am. I literally just got to work, too. Talk to us, Angelica. Uh, well, I can see the spectrum from both ends. I'm a teacher and I'm a parent with a student who does have a lot of aggressive issues. And I have to tell him every day, these teachers do not come to work to have to referee you and have to fight off you every day. You know, fortunately, he's only in uh, fourth grade, but he's a big boy. And like I tell him, you don't want nobody putting your hands on me. So why would you do it to your teachers? That's, that's, right. Right. that's true. And like, that's right. and like the uh, lady was saying in the interviews, like we don't get training on how to de-escalate situations. You know, mm -hmm. we try not to hurt kids, but on guy, let a kid put their hands on me, like a big one. I'm only five four. I'm fighting for my life. Did you say on God? She, she, that's right. On God. <laughs> that's right. God. That's right. The, the, let there be a school shooting. I'm not trying to save all these kids. I got my own child I'm trying to get to, Dang. and that you, and that's a real situation. Yeah, I mean, listen, none of that stuff is in y'all pay grade. You know what I mean? And and, and by not. the way, imagine having to imagine having to train teachers for combat, right? Train teachers for mm -hmm. self defense. Train teachers to uh to have to avoid shootings. What is this? The military? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's not right. Hey, Jessica, where you I'm from? Be in the military. Where you from? You should get better benefits. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. All right. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a good day in class. Right. 
Hello? Hey, turn your radio down, mama. Yes, I am. Now, we're talking about uh, teachers uh, defending themselves in the classroom. What's your thoughts, ma? All right, I think it's 50-50. One, these kids don't have much discipline walking outside of their house that they think they can talk to any adult how they want to. Two, uh, these adults and their cells, they they don't have limits. Their life is stressful, get it? But you have lived, so you should know how to control certain situations. If you know that child is reckless, you don't approach that child. That's just like approaching a madman on the street, knowing they mad. You see what I'm saying? You've been dealing with this child. I went to school back in the days. We couldn't talk to the teachers like that. Because like you said, parents was handling that. But the parents is reckless now. So who teaching who? Yeah, I mean, you need people in the schools to help de-escalate situations. You need mental health professionals. Because like I said earlier, a lot of these kids are dealing with like emotional and mental, you know, uh, health issues. You know, and they that, to me, when I look at that video, I see a, a girl having a manic breakdown. Right. Yeah. And I see a teacher that's not equipped to be able to de-escalate that situation. Yeah. And it turned violent real quick because the student turned violent. And now mm-hmm. the teacher's just sitting there stuck. You know, big, rolling on the floor for no damn reason. <laughs> Leg broke. For real, right. man. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Call, this is Felita calling from Chicago. Hey, Felita. Yes, now, yes, what are you doing in Chicago when, if these kids act up on you, mama? Oh, no. We're going to beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> and we're um, going to do that little time that they're going to hand out. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, we're we, we not going. You know, I have, I'm actually not a teacher. Okay. You know, and the Lord knew never to put me in that type of position. Right. Um, I'm old school. And mm. I refuse to have anybody's child put their hands on me. Mm. I think in order to stop this, because it looks like these parents are not doing a good job raising their kids and teaching them to respect adults. Mm. Start fining the parents $2,500, okay? And just mm. like with child support, they don't play that fine. If they don't pay that fine, you know what? Suspend their license. It's time to make these parents accountable as well. Because you got some that go right back home and be high-fiving. And I've actually seen that myself. Wow. They'd be happy you won. Be happy their kid won against an adult. Exactly. That's unacceptable. That, so that you may- know what? Put, them on, put the parents on blast. You know, the headline should say, a minor at John Thompson's school that belongs to... Um, Lil Mike, um, aka uh, um, Perry Johnson, aka mm-hmm. Lil Mike, mm-hmm. and you know whoever put that put the parents on blast, put their names out there. Okay. You're still ain't gonna help. You know, you know what's so interesting? Back in the day, you know, we were afraid. At least I was afraid. I didn't want to waste my parents' money. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to waste their time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to waste their food, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to embarrass them. Because all of those things led to me getting my ass kicked. <laughs> you know, no, no, that's true. Home. Especially the time thing. My parents had to leave work to come get me. Oh, Absolutely. my God. I, yeah, I was in trouble. I got to leave work to come up here. They calling me about you. You know what oh, I'm thinking yeah. about now? If Even if I was sick, I wouldn't let them call my parents. Yeah, because you know that they they, they got to leave work. work. That's right. And your parents would say, I got to leave work to come up here because you acting a yeah. damn fool. You know <laughs> that's what I mean? Exactly what I would say. stay in the nurse's <laughs> office that whole day and I would not call them. Hell no. But let me let me ask you about this. So let's say that student, there was a problem with the student. Maybe the student couldn't read or maybe the student was having difficulty in math. And then when the teacher went to him, 
that it was kind of like her defense mechanism where she didn't want to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So it was her way of lashing out. Why do you do this? I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. We don't know nothing. All we saw was a little badass girl. But but why? There has to be a reason why she was bad. Maybe not. Oh, you know, that's true. Like I said, she might have been going through something emotionally and mentally. And it looked like a manic breakdown. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But that still don't give her no right to put hands on that teacher. And that Mm -hmm. teacher had every right to defend herself. And that teacher should have said, get in my belly. (laughs) And she was scared the hell out of that little girl. <laughs> that little girl would have sat her little tough ass down. Goodness gracious. Well, Nene, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about coming up? Oh, my God. Uh, we're talking about... Um, I forgot. <laughs> Nene, you you are officially a part of the Breakfast Club. We don't be knowing either. <laughs> we're going to get in the rumors next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanU. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. 
Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Nene Leaks here, our guest host. Good morning. Nene. Good morning. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Your girl is in the building. How you feeling, Nene? I feel great. My wig is on. and <laughs> My wig is my on. My nails are on. I feel great. Would you want to have to get up every morning like this and do all of that? Would I want to have to get up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not your first time on the radio, though. You've done yeah, radio before. I've done it before. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Not morning radio, though. I've done morning, too. Okay, and okay, I've okay. I've sat in a lot for my boy Tigger out in Atlanta. Tigger, what up, yeah. Tig? Okay. <laughs> what up, Tig? I seen Tigger at the White House. We went to the White House when they had the uh, black media day. Oh, yeah. when they had that. He's yeah. one of the black media. Yeah, yeah, I saw the picture with me. <laughs> Drop on the clues bomb for Tigger, man. Tigger, a whole legend out yeah, here. Shout yeah. yes. You know what I'm saying? Tigger is an iconic figure in our culture. Hey, salute oh to Charleston God, Magazine, too, man. Mm-hmm. I want to salute to Charleston Mag. I don't know who I'm holding this up to. I guess the camera. But uh, Charleston Mag is a, a hometown magazine mm-hmm. and, and, and my birthplace, Charleston, South Carolina. And I'm on the cover of it uh, for nice. the February issue. It's the eat and drink issue. And it's uh, straight talk with Charlemagne the God. So uh, salute mm-hmm. to Charleston Magazine for... Having me on the cover and the nice article they did about me, man. It's always dope right? when your your birthplace, hometown recognizes yeah, your you. Yeah, hometown oh. recognizes you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Those are the best. Those are the best accolades that you can receive mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're an asset to your your, your state and your 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 hometown. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. salute to Charleston Magazine. And on, next hour, uh, Stone Boy will be joining us. Stone Boy is a, a, a artist from Ghana. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I met Stone Boy when I was coming out of uh, the script club, the Silver Fox in Ghana. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I nice told him place. when he comes to New York. You know, pull up on the Breakfast Club, so he'll be here this morning. Yeah, so we're gonna chop it up with him. He signed a Def Jam too, so uh, we're gonna that talk about I didn't all that. Know. You didn't know that? No, really? I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, you know, salute to Def Jam. They don't do the best job of promoting their artists, whether they're international <laughs> or, or here do, in America. Don't do that. Great people over there, though. Don't do that. You know, I love, I love a lot shout of the people Natina, over there. Shout out to EP. Shout out to our fam over there. That's the only one I got is Natina. <laughs> <laughs> salute to EP. You know what I mean? But <laughs> salute to EP. Uh, EP's a great person. You know uh, what I mean? But Natina, that's family. You know what I mean? Natina's a Natina's an asset anywhere she is. Yes, she is. You know? Sh- Love Natina. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go you know, before you make a joke. Here it comes. What? Here it go. <laughs> I was just going to say sometimes. Yeah, I under the bus. Sometimes so. <laughs> I want better for her. That's all. That's Aww. all. I got, look, I got him the Def Jam jacket okay. right now. Look, what is this? That's the Def Jam jacket. Exactly. Nice. The Def Jam is an iconic label and our culture. Def Jam actually needs a documentary. That's what we need. We need mm-hmm. a Def Jam documentary. People need to see the history yeah. of Def Jam. You got to start from Russell, though. Russell Simmons and... Of course, the you ain't got no check. You got okay. Russell and Rick Rubin. They, they started Def Jam. That's we got to start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And boy, when they do that, you will see how far the mighty have fallen as far as the label is concerned. All I'm right. just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> we got we want better Def Jam. That's what, all. What are we talking Can about? Can we not demand better from <clears throat> yes. iconic labels like Def Jam? Absolutely. That's all. I need yeah. to start a label. What would a label call? Mm, I don't know. Bloop, 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 be records. all women. <laughs> 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 it'd be all women, though. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, we got uh, rumors coming up. Tease, just oh, a tease. Oh, yes. Uh, Chad Ochocinco says that he saved a lot of money by flying spirit and wearing fake jewelry. Can you believe that? His knees hurt. His neck is green. But we'll talk about it next. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, his neck is green. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our celebrity guest host, Nene Leach, joining us. And let's get to the rumors. Rumor yeah. has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, Oh, God, this is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we're on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Yes, our boy Ocho Cinco. I love Ocho Cinco, by the way. So, Chad Ocho Cinco was on Shannon Sharp's show, Sharp Club Shay Shay, and he was saying that he saved about 83% of his money by flying spirit and wearing fake jewelry. I ain't flying private. I'm spirit. Put me on spirit. Exit row, window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B. I don't need private. Athletes more so. If you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. Wow. Why am I driving a Ferrari? Oh, we talk about jewelry and watches and chains. Never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's. So all, for all yeah, you do. Yes. For what? What am I doing it for? The women don't deal with you anyway because of who you are. Right. And then the other women who are really doing their homework don't do how much you're making already. Right. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch? $80,000 watch. What time is it real quick, please? It's uh, 20 minutes to four. How much that cost me? It cost you nothing. Because time is free. So yeah. what I'm paying for. Wow. I love it, though. There's, like, so many great ways to save. And I guarantee you that he just got this way as he got older. Yeah, absolutely. Because Ocho was, he had a car habit. I mean, he used to buy yeah. these huge trucks that would cost 100, 200 grand. And he had mm -hmm. Ferraris and stuff like that. But I do agree with him when it comes to flying. I ain't flying spirit, though. Yeah, but I don't I'm need not, private, but I'm not, I'm not flying, flying spirit. Yeah, I'm not flying private unless it's somebody else's <laughs> dime. I'm not flying private either. Yeah, unless but it's somebody else's dime. I have heard, dime. though, that people say things like when they're taking vacations, they would rather purchase a coach seat to live in the five star hotel would mm -hmm. you do something like that uh i'll, I'll fly anyway i don't i don't care no, no, as no, long as it's delta coach or do yeah, you fly, fly first class well i usually fly first class but if i have oh, to fly coach i don't have a i don't have a problem flying coach i don't have a fine flying in, in the middle seat i don't oh. care mm -hmm. especially if it's about that check if i gotta go to dj a party or something i don't care how i get there i'm not flying spirit though. I, exactly right, i don't I have it. a problem flying coach yeah i have a problem flying spirit no, i'm right? not flying spirit jet blue and delta me please spirit owe me Southwest? money right now no hell no, no. that's a bus in the sky hey Spirit <laughs> owed me money right now I tried Spirit once and they canceled the flight for no damn reason and when I called customer service they kept curving the hell out of me they put me on hold and they had never gonna make it by Marvin Sapp playing really? and they never came to answer that damn no. phone and do you spend a lot of money on your hotel do you like a nice hotel when you're traveling uh, I've seen you travel. I saw you when I go it. When I go with my family and it's yeah. vacation, yes, we, we, we sit at, yeah, we'll, we'll go to five-star resorts. And mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm also there because I like it's vacation and I like the security. But when I'm traveling to work, mm -hmm. I'll stay in anything that's three stars, four stars and up. I don't care. But really? I, I, I respect yeah, I what Ocho Cinco is doing because it's like, yo, why spend money on frivolous things like that? Like, I like to spend mm -hmm. money on experiences to mm -hmm. your point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like if I do a vacation, yeah, I'll spend money on that. But jewelry, I, man, come on. I want yeah. the fake jewelry well, So cake. your jewelry is fake too? With the jewelry I used to wear, I don't wear jewelry like you that. You have on a necklace. It's fake. This is just a little gold anchor. This okay, ain't... so it's fake. No, it's okay, fake. Okay, so yours is fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's ain't fake. It's just regular solid gold. But I had a. Uh, now he got real jewelry. He, just, a... he bought a fake uh, Cuban link. Yeah, when everybody was wearing Cuban links, mm -hmm. me and my my guy Pete Davidson dropping the clues, boss Pete Davidson. He went to my man uh, Greg Unum, mm -hmm. and we bought fake Cuban link chains. And I told Pete the same mm -hmm. thing Ocho Cinco did. I said, Pete, 
you Pete Davidson, we us. Nobody gonna nobody gonna care if we got on fake jewelry. Nobody even gonna yeah. check for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wore that fake Cuban link chain. I still got it. Yeah. I might bring it into work tomorrow. Oh, I, so it hadn't changed colors? No, not at all. Because it's real gold plated. Just whatever's oh. inside of it ain't real. Okay, my, is mine is real. real. Mine is real. Yeah, okay. mine is real. It's actually you know if Why you should we believe Cuban? that your beard ain't real, your hairline oh, ain't real, Why should we believe that? But my stuff is real. Yes, absolutely positive. Your body ain't real, but you real. My body is real. You got cheek fillers. I don't have cheek fillers. It all looks good, but come on, my goodness. People believe you. You got to stop because I'm not lying. Yeah, they do. They do believe you. know we've been you. doing this for 13 years. I don't have All no cheek fillers. Do I don't have a nose job. It's the same nose. The Bruh. same cheeks. <laughs> Bruh. You and Tory Lane's daddy, same hairline. <laughs> Yo, shit. <laughs> okay. It's, look how crispy his hairline look. Who drew that on right, this morning? Nobody drew it. You want to touch it? You can touch it. I mean, it's probably real hair. That's, yeah. I'm, but that, the, way you, the way you structured it back, that ain't real. This is real. But I ain't knocking it. <laughs> Yo, you a hater, yo. What? This is real hate. Nini, Nini, t- yeah. touch this right hand. Let me finger. I want you to rub it. Nini. Now look at your hand. Now, Nini, let me finger. Now, no now, now, Nini, give me your fingerprints. You got it's, the ink on your hand. Now give me your fingerprints. Give me your fingerprints, Nini. What else we, what else we got in the room? Is? That's it there. But you know what? It's always good to say. So let's keep saving and finding fun ways right. to do it. Um, Lauren London shares how she found courage to act again after Nipsey Hussle's death. The, Kenny, the Kenya Burris film, You People, released on Netflix this past weekend. The film stars Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, and Lauren London. Lauren London has taken some deserved time away from the spotlight following the death of Nipsey Hussle. But she's in this new movie, and uh, she's loving it, and she's loved being back on the scene. So you go, Lauren. I love her. I think she's beautiful, and I'm glad she's back out there. Yeah, salute to the last Yeah, grieving is hard when you lose somebody like that. I mean, I've gone through it and still going through it. It is Mm -hmm. difficult. Mm. So kudos to her. I think we got audio, too. How did you find the courage to go back to work? Every day is different. And so some days you don't want to. You just want to lay there. My big reason is my children um, because they do deserve a really happy mom and they deserve joy and they deserve a house that has music playing and incense going and light coming in the windows. And they deserve that. And, you know, when you lose someone, you know, they're on the other side wanting you to continue life as well. So I I just always think about what I know Nip would want me to do and what I know my children deserve. Listen, we all have gone through stuff. Life is tough on all of us. We're all human and life is going to life. You know what I mean? It's also about are you going to let life take you or are you going to take life? Mm, condolences wow. to Lauren London always and she yeah. is a light and Nene mm-hmm. you can relate if this is too personal yeah. a question let me know but what, what's yeah. your inspiration um you know for a very long time I've been really down over it just mm-hmm. I feel exactly like how she said in, in right there about just staying in a dark room having no energy to get up and go the next day and uh my children too they are definitely you know the reason uh but it's grief is so hard oh my god i say to my friends often when someone passes you say to them you know my condolences Mm -hmm. and those kind of things but you really don't know what that really means until you experience it yourself it's not gonna bring the person back it's so hard i do have a a question and like he said Mm -hmm. if it's too personal please let us know because we were talking about this uh about a week ago Mm -hmm. uh we were talking about colonoscopies and he Mm -hmm. passed away from colon cancer yeah. Uh, did he get the? Did he check his colon? No. 
Mm. So I did. I've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. I've done both the endo where they go down your throat into Correct. your stomach and the colon. Um, I asked him to do it with me, and he didn't want to do it. He was really the kind of guy who was afraid to go to the doctor. Mm. Oh man! And when, when he did go, he had stomach issues, and he was complaining. Greg may have complained for twenty years. Mm-hmm. He just never would go to the doctor. He would, you know, work on himself, like go take Alka Seltzers or go find mm-hmm. medicine up and down, you know, ginger the ale. Ginger yeah, ale, yeah, ginger ale, yeah, yeah. And so when he finally went and got the news, he kept saying when they were telling him, You gotta do this, Greg, he was like, It's gonna be cancer, it's gonna be cancer. And they finally told him it was cancer. He was so undone. But once he found out he had cancer, Greg would not miss no doctor's appointments. Right. He had every doctor appointment lined up. He would go to the doctor every single week to check everything uh, but before that he wouldn't it's one of the most preventable forms of cancer it's a yeah. 90% survival rate if you catch it, if you early. Catch it early Yeah, I was going to ask you if, did the doctor say if they would have caught it early if he went early they probably would have been able to, to remove yes. the polyps and I always think back to when I asked him to go you should have forced him yeah, Lord, I always say that. Jesus. Like, you should have, I should have drug him to the doctor because they, I think they would have caught it a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it. men don't go to doctors. Do you guys go? Hell yes. Yeah, I had a colonoscopy over the holidays. And we talk about yeah. it. We talk. We try That's to right. talk about it on air. So you know, try to make it normalized. People are like, yeah. oh, I'm not letting the doctor go in my butt. That's gay. But well, it's, you're asleep. It could save your life. Doesn't you sleep? When you do your colonoscopy, yes, you are sleep. Yes, you need No one even knows. Put you to sleep. They put you to sleep. But nobody knows. It's, it's simple for me. Uh, life or let somebody go in my butt. Yeah, I'm choosing life every single time. No, wait a minute. <laughs> we said that wrong. No, I'm mean, yeah. Deaf. I'll <laughs> let, let somebody, somebody go, go in my your butt. butt. Yes, I'm choosing. To go. Let somebody go up your butt every, every time. single time. There you yeah. go. Every single time. But you are asleep, so don't be afraid. <laughs> and it takes only a second. It's kind of interesting. And also, when they put me to sleep, I thought that was the best sleep. Oh it my was. God, that anesthesia be hitting, don't it? It was. That's anesthesia. It's anesthesia. That anesthesia be hitting, don't it? I know her, but now anesthesia be hitting. Like when 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 I when they told me, you said that. You said it's the same anesthesia they gave Michael Jackson. It is. I can see why somebody would get addicted. To it, it I, was a good sleep. Man, as soon as they be like, you gonna, all right, you gonna be out in ten seconds, and as soon as you wake up, it's gonna be all over. You be like, yeah, yep, <laughs> gone. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Enough about butts. Who are you giving that donkey to? This is to? about colonoscopy, sir. It was not about butts. Yeah. Okay. Donkey of the day is going to a scammer. Her name is Madison Marie Russo. We'll talk about it for after. Oh, hour. we gotta play a game oh, after wow. this. <laughs> okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Sim Sima, can you bring me a water, please? Thank you. Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, January 31st goes to a young lady named Madison Marie Russo. Uh, she's 19 years old. She hails from Iowa, and she is the reason that when people send me GoFundMe's, my first reaction is go F yourself. Okay, you know why? Because in this cash app, Venmo, Zelle, GoFundMe era, people be constantly asking for things. And they be asking for things that some of us used to have to work to get. For example, you don't need a GoFundMe because you need 10 on your windows. 
Okay. All right. Thank you, Sam. All right. You don't you don't need me to cash app you because you want to go to Miami for the weekend. All right. I used to get those kind of requests often, but I think folks realize that's not the way to get money out of people. The way to get money out of people is to have a story and not just any story, a story that pulls at people's heartstrings. OK, you got to have a sob story. I'm talking Cleo right before she accepted that she was about to go out in the blaze of glory and set it off. I'm talking Ricky getting shot in the back and boys in the hood. I'm talking when Charlotte and Charlotte's web dies because she has reached the end of her lifespan. Sidebar. Uh, Wilbur is the reason Charlotte died. All right. She, she doing all that damn graffiti with her, her web, writing out full messages to show how special Wilbur was when the reality is his fate was to be bacon. Okay. War poor Charlotte out physically and emotionally. Charlotte sacrificed her own well-being for Wilbur. Drop on the clues bombs for Charlotte from Charlotte's web. What a selfless spider she was. Okay. But your story to receive money from complete strangers has to be that sad, which actually means it has to be that good. And this woman, Madison from Iowa, oh, she's one of those people who had a really good sad story. See, this woman was able to raise $37,000 from donors. $37,000. 37 racks. How was she able to get this money? Let's go to News 8 for the report, please. Hi, everyone. My name is Maddie Russo, and this is my story. A LinkedIn video of 19-year-old Maddie Russo explaining her supposed cancer diagnosis. She claims she was diagnosed with stage 2 pancreatic cancer, acute mm. lymphoblastic leukemia, and told there was a football-sized tumor wrapped around her spine. Since then, Russo has talked about going through cancer with the National Pancreas Foundation in Chicago. She's also been on a podcast for Project Purple Online, a group on a mission to find a cure for pancreatic cancer. Her stories mm. on both mm. platforms have since been removed. A GoFundMe fundraiser was started titled Maddie's Fight Against Pancreatic Cancer. Tom Buland was listed as who started the donation page. As you can see, it raised nearly $38,000 from more than 400 donors. By Tuesday, the GoFundMe page was taken down. GoFundMe releasing a statement Tuesday saying they have a zero tolerance policy for misuse of our platform and the group is guaranteeing mm. a full mm. refund mm. to donors. I really don't understand people like her. Wow. <laughs> I really don't. If you could take the time and energy to create this elaborate false story about having a stage two cancer diagnosis mm. with a tumor, then guess what? You can write a script. Okay, you can write a novel. All right, how about write about your dark side instead of leaning into it? Because what happens in these situations is you make it bad for the person who's really dealing with cancer and who would, and who would love to have $37,000 to deal with their medical bills. But because of you, folks like you, okay, folks like me will come across these requests and deny them simply because I don't believe you, you need more people. All right, this woman had a fake stash of medical supplies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And wigs in her apartment. <laughs> Girl, you could have been throwing place. Okay, you could be the next Tyler Perry, the next Jordan Cooper, the next August Wilson, but instead of being America's next top playwright, you decided to compete and America's got scammers. I don't feel sorry for you, man. Okay, I just hate the wasted talent because anyone who can come up with lavish, successful schemes like this can use that same time and energy figuring out a way to make some money legally, okay? Also, I was born in the 1900s. Okay, your old Uncle Charlotte and took a few laps around the sun and I'm from the era where certain things I just wasn't pretending to be because I didn't want to actually be. That's how it was. I didn't want to park in the handicap spot just because I had the handicap decal, okay? I wasn't parking parking in the handicap spot, getting out limping, because I was taught you plate like that, you may end up handicapped for real. Faking sick? No, sir. Not me. Hell, I tell my kids that now. Don't play about stuff like that, okay? If something is really wrong, by all means, let me know. But don't pretend because you really might end up that way. Madison, 19 years old from Iowa, clearly got none of those lessons in life. And now she's facing 10 years in prison because she wants to lie. 
And I hope maybe she get at least six months. Six months so she can just be in there with some some tough women. You know what I mean? <laughs> some, <laughs> some boxer briefs. Some tough women that will sleep in boxer briefs. Okay? Please give Madison Marie Russo the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. At least six months. For a scam that elaborate... You know what I mean? Making light of something that has taken so many people's lives. At least a little six months okay. in a prison. You know what I mean? All right. Just let us all let a room with some tough women that wear boxer briefs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. That'll scare us great. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. What's mm-hmm. what's the background? You want to play a game? <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. I guess it's time to play a game of Guess What Ratio. Madison Marie Russo, 19 years old of Iowa, did a scam where she said she had stage 2 cancer and a big-ass tumor. She got $37,000 from donors. Guess what race she is? Nene Leakes? Completely white. (laughs) Why completely white? Not even off-white, just completely white. Why completely white? Not even beige. Completely white. Damn. DJ Yes. Madison Marie Rosso, 19 years old from Iowa, uh, scammed 37 racks out of people by lying about having stage 2 cancer diagnosis and a tumor. Guess, Guess what race she is! White. Damn. <laughs> I'm with you. Black people ain't gonna pay with ailments. Like, they ain't gonna say they're no, sick when they're not sick. No, no, and then no. I don't think people gonna give black people yeah, money like that. about bad luck. That's right. That's what about I'm bad saying. Yeah. Yeah. You just had a whole conversation yeah. about how certain black people don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. So I ain't about to play about nah, being I'm sick. I'm not playing about that. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, both of you are absolutely correct. Yes! Madison Marie Russo is completely white. What do I mean? A cash Completely white. All right. Now, when we we come back, Stone Boy will be joining us. Of course, he's from Ghana. Completely Ghana. <laughs> Completely Ghana. And we're going to talk to him next. I right, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Like the labels are jumping in now mm-hmm. heavily and they're investing in actually pushing, you know, more of the African sound across the mainstreams over here in the West, you know, and, and it gladdens my heart because we are also a part of it and especially myself also a part of it from Ghana in this new school. Not to discredit or just take all the credit in our time, but we have to also credit our predecessors who have been knocking the doors from from the seventies and all of that. So mm-hmm. we have only built upon that, and in in our time now, I think by the help of technology and internet and all the accesses that we have, we've been able to get it to this level that you know you guys are you know the I'm world is, is gravitated yeah. to it. And so. you signed the Def Jam. Most people don't know you. You signed the Def Jam, mm-hmm. correct? Now, how did that how did that come about? Um, I mean, it's been in the pipeline for a while. Um, I think I'm cool with uh, the president from Africa, Sifo, mm-hmm. you know, who's been watching my works over the time. I mean, we've been representing for the genres of Afrobeat and dancehall strongly. So when it comes to Africa, one name that will sound on your mind from time is Stone Boy mm-hmm. for the combination that I've always represented and reggae as well. So I think there's um, now there's a need to actually drive that, that particular style as intense as it is. Mm-hmm. onto the global stages so that's why i think devdom and i came together for this beautiful partnership and i will be dropping um um the first project together in march what did you, you think know? when uh 
when we see Meek Mill over there. Meek Mill was was riding the bikes through the hood <laughs> and everything like that. Like I thought, I thought it was dope because it was like you know he Meek Mill is yeah. known for the bikes. So mm, the fact that he exactly. tapped in and was riding yeah. with the people, I just thought that was dope. What was your thoughts on that? It's crazy. All those bikers are my boys. It's not like boys I know from the fact that now nah, they're my brothers. We grew up together, so it's basically I've known about that before time, and I'm happy that you know my brothers from us were growing up are all joining in that. You know, and and that vibe from the hood that I come, which is called a shy man. Mm. That's where you find most of the bikers. Um, the boys who are with him, they're my boys mm. from ground. So it gives me a lot of joy for that shine that they're getting. You know, because I mean, from the streets, you represent through the streets by, you know, those moves. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think it's nice. It's nice to witness. And Ghana is always welcoming. You guys, you guys know the vibes we have. He also got some flack too for uh, I guess shooting a video. And you know he apologized. He said he said he didn't know, but he said he got permissions. What was your thoughts in the Jubilee House? Yeah, this would probably be the first time I'm speaking about that because I've I've you know I've not necessarily tried to stay away from that comment. But it's truth be told, I couldn't come to the states and go to the White House, do whatever I want to do, except there was a certain amount of leeway. You know that i could you know mm -hmm. do stuff but this i don't think is a big deal and i mean the internet went crazy and he did them the best thing he, he had to do because that uh, for me i think it was a job of the security personnel and the protocol to make sure that bro you don't we don't film over here we don't do this over here we don't do that you know he's ex he's excited he doesn't know the laws i believe mm -hmm. or yeah. doesn't you know That's so true. he mm -hmm. he only tried to get the best of his trip you know, and coming out to apologize just shows you his true intentions. Absolutely. He wasn't in the known to go and throw dirt on such a place. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Now, now, why do you like when girls lie to you? Like you say on that song <laughs> therapy. You say, uh, you say you say girls lying to you is like therapy. Um, why? I mean, there's um when you check it from where I was writing the stuff from. I mean, what I wanted to actually imply is like you see the vibe. Like we people really don't like the truth like that. You know. Like, we know the, the truth, but we really don't want to stick with it most often when, you know, all this toxic relationship and etc. You see the red flags, you see whatever it is, but you still want to be there for what it is. So that's just what I was trying to, you know, capture in that line of, I love it when you lie to me, mm -hmm. that it feels like therapy. Yeah. Have lying to you ever felt like therapy? <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Has somebody yeah. lying to you ever felt like therapy? Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, because you just because you can learn a lot from that. You know, it's teaching me a lot. I didn't really. People like to be lied to. No, no. I don't like to be lied to. Uh oh, got you, got Not you. Not at all. Yeah. But I understand what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want you to feed my ego in that way. Oh, baby, you're you the best. A little oh, bit. baby, you're this. Oh, See, you're that the feels best. good. Oh, you... That wasn't even to yeah, me. It feels like... good. But what if I am? Well, you may be thinking you are, but she may be thinking you're not. I'm just Damn. telling you, you're the best. The worst time to do that is in the bedroom. That's what I was saying. Because I can't get better. You know what I mean? You got to tell me so that I'm not... So you like lies in the bedroom. No, I want you to tell me the truth. Like, you're like, man, you ain't doing that right. So I can go watch yeah, porn and figure out how to do it right. You don't mind a little lie here or there. <laughs> no. You hop out the bed, she be like, oh, you so fine. And you be like, now you know I'm scared. He's never heard that before. <laughs> He's never heard that before. That's a, that's a damn lie. He's okay. never heard that before. They actually say handsome. That's a lie. Right? That is oh, a lie. you're so handsome. Thank you, Nini. You know, guys like lies. She's lying. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, you know, Lala was here uh, last week, and she was talking about uh, she likes African men because African men mm. spend money on their women. Now, <gasps> yeah, Nini also has that. an African man, and Nini says the same. So we're asking you, is, is it something that the culture, why is that? 
I think it's part of our culture and upbringing. Like you need to be the man of the house. You need to take care of the home. So that translates into how we deal with, you know, our women as well. Honestly speaking, that's where I know it stems from. And that gives you a setting amount of control not yeah, in a the bad way that no one yeah, wants yeah um I, that's why i said not in a bad way it gives you a certain amount of control i'm just being very honest mm-hmm. all across boards because different people do things for different reasons mm-hmm. as much as some men would want to be you know taking care of you so they can keep you and have you and, and control and you be with you i mean and and control you damn control is the word well that would never happen over here. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> like, I'm uncontrollable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I do feel like Africans, you know, want a certain amount of control. They do. I mean, you have, they have to be in charge. That's yeah, how I would say it. Because that's what a man has to be. Like, as, yeah. as far okay as I know. The man you know being in charge, it's not about the, the woman being dull or anything. But, you know, we, we, we love to have women who are like respectful, submissive, supportive. Mm-hmm. And then you still, you know, they consult you like they treat yeah. you as. I mean, it's general. Like men love to be respected, so mm-hmm. I think that's just how it is for African. Now, men. when you said submissive, what what does that mean? Can I see me? No, I'm submissive. Exactly, I am. Like I think it's very cool to be, to be submissive. I I am so attracted. I mean, I I respect women who are not like where you're being abused. No, 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 none of mm-hmm. that. But. Mm-hmm. There's there's beauty in that for me. Like it's like you being a woman, woman. If if you're over the top, I see you as another man. Damn. Is that, is that you see me? Damn. Wait a minute, you gotta say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So Wait a minute, nah, say it again. You a, if you're over the I, top, I can't you see you as a no, woman. No, 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 no. I see you as another that. man. It's okay. You, but it's gotta be yeah, both yeah, ways, though, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't the man have to be submissive to his woman as well? Yeah, but in certain aspects. It, yeah. it, 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 Definitely, yeah. submission from a man is actually, I think, showing love, and being like you say, like stemming it from the African man conversation. Submission would be him being, you know, taking care of, listening to the woman's problems. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I want to do this. I want to do that. Okay, I sit you down. How do you want to get it done? That 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 that, mm-hmm. that for me is like attention because women love attention. And men have to have to see them humble and submissive, you know. All right, we got more with Stone Boy. When we come back, let's get into a single. It's called Therapy. It's the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, Class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. 
And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Good morning. We're still kicking it with Stone, boy. I was going to ask you, you know, we, you know, doing our homework, we seen that, uh, Seven years ago, you got knee surgery. Yeah. And they said that uh, one of the biggest soccer players actually mm. paid for it. Try to yeah. pronounce the name. Yeah. I like how you're avoiding that name. <laughs> I like. So uh, explain what happened. Break down what happened. Uh, what was his uh, name? Asamoah John is being a captain of the Black Stars. Was one of the biggest players, was, you know. But go ahead. Um, so what happened? Oh, um, tw- I think 20 years ago, I had an accident. I had a really bad knee. So I was living with that as a ghetto youth, you know, struggling through life, doing music, etc. I mean you know living up and then I think seven years when we counted back this is the seventh year mm-hmm. and um, one time I went to do a, his birthday sh- uh, concert and then he he asked me what happened gave him the story and told him oh fortunately next month the third of next month is actually going to be seven years when I did the surgery surgery wow you know then he said how much would it cost to do it? and I'm like I'm sure i'm i'm actually gonna do it next month on the third anyway because it was around the same time like we were speaking around this time so it's just like i should send him over the bills and i did and then he just wired the money to the hospital wow i told him that time that the time was gonna come when i was gonna let the world know and i think this is the time so it 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 really blew their minds because nobody would have ever thought and you know i 
it's big it, it's big news back home because we understand what 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 it means and who he is as a person mm -hmm. as well but you know one thing i realized about people in ghana like they're very giving true you know what i mean like they give of themselves in a yeah. real real way for sure you you will feel bad for not giving somebody what they ask you if that's it goes to that extent mm -hmm. like they can emotionally blackmail you for you to feel like you did them wrong even if you you couldn't afford to give them what they asked yeah yeah, yeah. Now, now why were you banned from the uh the, the v the vgmas <laughs> you, what is it the uh ghana that's that's the biggest music awards you know scheme in ghana hands down i've been running for like 20 plus years and uh um, I think I got into a little something with one of my my brothers. A scuffle? Yeah. Okay. At the at the awards. At the awards. Live that'll on TV. It. Live oh, on TV? Mm -hmm. Oh, that'll do it. Oh yeah. yeah. When was that? I mean I was picking up my award for winning the reggae dancer artist for the yeah. fifth time in a row. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know? And I think, you know, he couldn't take it, so he had to swim to the stage. Oh, he what? came to the stage too. Yeah, he came with a lot of people well, like, you know what I mean they should have just had him to not return exactly so I was about to give my speech when he disrupted the whole like wow. thing and it was very chaos and well um, dangerous and you know we know from the streets because he's from the street I'm from the street so we really got there it really got there so Will Smith would have never walked up and tried to smack you, huh? <laughs> no, no, no you couldn't do that he said no, 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 no you couldn't do that I'm sorry but naturally I'm quickly defensive yeah. Yeah. As, as you should naturally so what it was is that you know we've been having this beef over for years you know and i haven't i don't even know where it's stemming from but yeah. interestingly um you know that's how that brother moved moves or moved around that period it was attacking everybody and to step mm -hmm. on stage to do that was not something we were gonna accept and if he came alone then you could probably but he came with an attack like he came with a gang yeah. storming on the stage and bro we've been always ready uh -uh. so why they ban you all you was doing was defending yourself how they ban you security um, should have been doing yeah. their job exactly so guess what it was is that security came over covered the whole scene and then separated the vibes and they escorted me home and mm -hmm. then later on the news was you know spread the vibes of you know, there being because there were weapons involved. Weapons. You know? I mean, <laughs> did anybody get hurt? Shot? No, 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 no. Stabbed? No. no, not even one. So did y'all ever? Did y'all squash it out, or, or y'all still don't see out of eye? Um, after some months, we tried to, and I think it was it was in the best interest for the nation mm -hmm. and their followers that we have. Mm -hmm. And so, till date, we talk once and once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're that's the levels is on. We're good. Why is it important for black Americans and, and, and people from the motherland to, to build that bridge, build that connection? Exactly. I, I believe it's super important because um, without that, we're cutting off our roots. And then we go back to the names that I mentioned, the Kwame Nkrumahs, the Marcus Garvey's, the Malcolm X's. These were the things that they stood for heavily. And I think it's even Marcus Garvey who started the Black Star Line stuff mm -hmm. to bring the, you know, to, right. to, to, to serve that um, pathway of having to for instance, ship goods and, if necessary, the peoples from the motherland who have gained a lot of knowledge whatsoever to actually ship it back home to actually build the nations. So, um, you know, it, 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 it's really very important to connect that bridge, which I always have been doing and which I've set myself aside because guess what? Today we're all jumping to Afrobeat, Afrobeat, and we love it. And 
people are people know it comes from Africa. You know what I mean? But Africa has tons and tons and tons of mm-hmm. influence on so many things, even in the West, from the R&Bs to the hip hops to wherever. And the, there's so much segregation. Like, for instance, I do get that segregation sometimes, like, oh, dancehall and Afrobeat and reggae and retete. It's important to know by connecting these dots that we're all from. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Let's get into yeah. your joint. What you want to hear? Oh. What should we play? Uh, oh, and, and real quick, you're gonna be performing at the Palladium in Times Square. Yeah, on the third your month, homeland yeah. concert. What yeah. is that? Yeah, that's um it's been a long time I performed there. The last time was twenty sixteen mm-hmm. at the um Irvin Plaza. Mm-hmm. And then I mean this time we're moving it up to the Palladium Times Square. I'm expecting my Jesus like this is gonna be an intimate something for me. So, mm-hmm. you know, be a part of this intimacy or my Caribbean brothers or my African brothers or my mm-hmm. Yankee sisters, mm-hmm. etc. Come experience all Stoneware Garden. Let's 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 add up to the numbers that you know that that that, that is moving up already because it's not only the Davids, the Burners, the Whiskeys. No, mm-hmm. there are tons and tons of amazing, amazing artists that you guys need to check out. Right. All right, well, shout the Stone Boy for joining us. Don't move. Rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Host Nini, and we're about to hit the rumors. Ooh. Ah, the ghetto. <laughs> rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Yeah, Real Housewives of Potomac, Robin Dixon addresses allegation of Juan Dixon cheating. The Real Housewives of Potomac cast member Robin Dixon recently admitted that her husband, Juan Dixon, did in fact have an affair with a woman while they were engaged. And that is one of the reasons why their wedding was delayed. Last week, a woman came forward alleging that she had a relationship with Juan during the pandemic and she literally had receipts to prove it. Ooh, honey. Yes, for the starless Robin Dixon child. What? Um, <laughs> starless, honey. Mm-hmm. Starless? Starless. What the hell does that mean, Nene? Like, these girls on these shows are just not stars. Like, if you really look <laughs> at it, all of the stars that were on any of these franchises, they mm-hmm. took them off. And everybody that's left is starless. Now, go on. But I thought that show got high ratings. Uh, does it? I, thought, I don't know. Unless how you looked at them, those ratings, honey. <laughs> those ratings are so you need to stop. Don't do that. Do you watch the show or you don't watch that show? I don't watch the show. I watch the clips, though, that come down social media. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really a TV watcher. I don't watch TV at all. Okay. Well, they spoke so, about it on the Reasonably Shady Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Okay. Oh. Two stars, Robin and Giselle. I think they're stars. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay then. <laughs> you you the one that's reasonably shady. Lord, completely shady. That be the name of Nene Park. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, you think they stars. I mean, okay. You going to listen to the audio? Awkward. Oh, we're talking about she and Juan dated during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and she then she shows this like hotel receipt with his name on it. First of all, I was aware of the situation Mm -hmm. before we filmed season seven. Right. Now, yes, Juan was an idiot and communicated with this woman on Instagram, Mm. you know, because I mean, I, you know, whatever he's, he's bored. He needs attention. He's, Mm. you know, it's the pandemic, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Um, however, they did not date. He did not fly her anywhere. Right. And 
there is a reason why his name is on a hotel receipt. Was trying to bribe Juan and told her that she was going to become famous off of us. But so anyway, it was something that we dealt with and we're moving forward. So the side piece was going to become famous off of them, but are they famous? Who? (laughs) Robin and Giselle? No, I think she's talking about her. Her and her husband. Yeah, her and her husband. She said that the lady was going to become famous. Off of them. Off of them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are they famous? It's the question. Yes! Robin and Giselle on the real house. They're not famous. They may be known. There's a difference between famous and known. No, that's true. I agree with that. And so I don't know about famous, but maybe it's known for a minute. So you you think Giselle is Giselle famous? No. Okay, Candy is famous. Uh, (laughs) Yo, I can't cut it out, Nene. Now now you just hate Nene. I am not hating. I'm just telling y'all the truth. Come on now. Well, I mean, but I tell you, there's a difference between famous and there being is. known. There is. That's all. I thought you know? a lot of them on the, on, the, on the Real Housewives franchises were famous. They all famous? I would think so, especially on the Potomac in Atlanta. They're famous? I thought so. Oh, my God. Candy is famous. Uh, yes. Escape, Candy. Okay, but never mind. You, you something else. <laughs> you know, yes. I haven't even said anything. I'm just looking at y'all. Uh, say what now? Just tell me again. They the- <laughs> I will give candy. Yeah, but um, everyone else, I don't see it. Hey man, subscribe I to the Reason of the Shady Podcast. Oh, you just saying it because that's yours. <laughs> that ain't mine. We partners. But okay, you said you're part of it. Well, did you okay. watch? Did you watch New York? New York Housewives. Uh, uh-uh, who was even on that show? I think they got rid of the whole entire cast and they have a new cast. Ebony K. Williams was on the show. She was on it. I don't know her either. She be here. This now, is she famous or is she known? Mm. I mean, that's a, I mean, now you that's a good question. Nene is, that is a great that's question. A question. I don't know who what that applies to with them, but that's she's a known. great question. She's yeah. known. And, she's known. Yeah. And she might be famous to some. I think famous famous subjective, right? Like there's there's people that are famous, like like Beyonce's famous. Yeah, we Beyonce's, all know that. Yeah, when you think of famous, I think of Beyonce. But then everybody else is subjective because you can be walking through the mall with your 14 year old, and she might lose it over a TikTok star. So that TikTok star is famous to them. You know what right? I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I think it's all subjective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think guess, so anyway. honey. I guess, child. Well, anyway, since um, Envy and Charlemagne says Robin is famous, I uh, take it back, Robin. Famous Robin Dixon and Juan Dixon. Oh Sorry. Man. <laughs> Subscribe to the Reasonably Shady Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, hosted by two people I think are stars, Robin and Giselle. And that's why yes. podcasts are important, because you know you can control your own narrative. And I'm Correct. sure Robin will be addressing the... Nene Starless claims. <laughs> well, I could care less, honey. <laughs> Go right ahead. Jesus Christ. All right. And that is your rumor report. <laughs> Nene leaks. Lord Nene, ladies and gentlemen. All right. People's Choice Mix is up next. We got more with Nene. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. I'm Good bored with them. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employees get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter.com slash 
Breakfast. B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our guest host, Nene Leaks, is still here. Nene, we appreciate you joining us and hanging out with us for the last uh, day or so. No, we <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> Definitely did. Thank you did. so much for having me. I've enjoyed you guys as well. And we'll anytime you gotta pull here. up. I, I say, will. Pull I love being in here with you, looking at your fake necklace and Envy's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Beijing. Have you ever thought about doing like a podcast or like? I love it. I remember you were supposed to have a talk show at yeah, one point. Yeah, but you know your girl, honey, your old sister Wendy, honey, they put they foot in that. What do you mean? I thought y'all were friends at one time. At one time, one time, honey, for. We, you know, we've been back and forth. We've been cool. Then mm -hmm. we, one day she may wake up and then she's not cool with me. You know, I don't know what happens. I'm like, girl, we just had dinner last night and she's talking about me like so. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, where is she? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen. Her. I haven't yeah. even seen her in the news lately. Well, I hate seeing, not seeing her on television because I actually think she's very good at what she does. She is. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. So I hate that she's not there doing what I know she loves to do. And do you yeah. know for a fact that she put a monkey wrench in in, in your show? Oh, yeah. I'm a threat to her, of course. Why wouldn't she? I mean, I get it. <laughs> look at me, then look at her. I mean, <laughs> Y'all were the same company, crazy. right? Wasn't Deborah Mercury? Oh, for a second. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, there's a positive note? <laughs> <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Charlemagne, the guy we are, the Breakfast Club. Nene Leaks, our guest host. We appreciate you again, Nene. Thank, Thank you, Nene. You. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait for this positive note. Before I get into this positive note, I just want to salute to my man, Skinny Mike, man. Skinny Mike works in the building uh, here at iHeart, and uh, he, he, he always runs down on me and tells me that it's not all of the Bronx that's crazy. <laughs> he said it's the West and South Bronx. He wanted to make that perfectly clear. It's not all of the Bronx that's crazy. It's the West and South Bronx. So anybody who ever comes up to New York and somebody tells you to come to the Bronx, just avoid the West and the South Bronx. Okay? Okay. You got a positive note, Charlotte? I do. The positive note is simple, man. I was actually uh, re-watching Angie Martinez's uh, In Real Life interview with Taraji P. Mm -hmm. Henson. Mm -hmm. And Taraji said something that reminded me of this quote that I love by Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. And it's, you can either be a host to God or a hostage to your ego. It's your call. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.